0: Hello and welcome to no applause. Just the clap. The only show that has... Well, okay, that didn't work out whatsoever. Nope, Did we want to redo that? However, or? No, let's
1: just keep going. Okay. Doug, you, you sent me a text message. What, this, what, this
0: this this will be a bigger train wreck than that intro. <laughs>
1: <laughs> However, Doug, you have done something. What have you done?
0: Well, it's what I didn't do, Deb. It's that I wasn't paying attention. Nope. Uh, and... Didn't realize that Jessica Jones Season 2 uh, hit, plopped, whatever you want to call it. Um, I
1: would have said hit.
0: Yeah. I premiered. mean, plop, plopped I
1: mean, make sense since there's a lot of it. I mean, it's only ew. 13 episodes, but they're dense.
0: Um, further, you. It's not a perfect metaphor, folks. Um, yeah, I, I epic failed and did not realize until you and I talked last yesterday uh, afternoon. Well, we texted No, and then I think either you called me or I called you. Yeah,
1: like I said, I texted, I'm watching Jessica Jones, and you said, okay, keep ignoring me. Because you thought I was texting about watching season one. Yeah. And I'm like, ignoring you about what? And I called, and you're like, yeah, I watched it forever ago, and I'm like, Doug, you know season two came out on, like, the eighth.
0: No, I did not. I've literally had four days. I should have been done with it by now, but I got it yesterday. I know. And I am not, so this will be a very, uh, surface review of the first couple episodes.
1: Which is not terrible, because it's only been a few days, so...
0: Right, right, um...
1: It'll be minimal spoilers. Because
0: there's already, like, vulture articles about the the whole season. Um, so no, so we'll just get right into Jessica Jones. Um, other than not knowing that it came out, uh, I managed to slam through at least the first couple episodes. Mm-hmm. Um...
1: Once I got locked back into the universe, it was pretty easy.
0: It's a lot easier to, I mean, I love Jessica Jones. The character, I love her whole thing. Them going back to her past makes sense. But as a comic book fan, I'm a little disappointed in it. Because I liked when Luke Cage shows up in the first season and they go, how'd you get your powers? And it's like, accident. Experiment. Moving on. Now that there's like a, I'm sorry, a step on down this one, I just want to get to the point um, now that there's like a shadowy entity the um, IGH um, there and there's like other experiments um, I'm not as thrilled I think it's one of those characters where I don't I don't think I I need an origin story and honestly I don't think she does either
1: well you're gonna be disappointed with the season then
0: yeah cause apparently However, it's apparently story yes and no. Those shots going to her fucking leg was brutal, though. It's metal.
1: God, I need you to watch the rest of the episode. However, I think the character that is actually most interesting this entire season is... Wizard. Bogart. Oh. No, Wizard.
0: I like that they added that character in. Who... Have
1: you gotten to his tagline yet?
0: His tagline? So, obviously not. Um, I, I didn't realize What's the happening with the Wizard? Uh, she just found the like laptop or tablet or whatever with...
1: With great responsibility
0: Oh yes. comes great, great mental, mental illness. illness. Um, yes, no, I have seen that. Exactly. Um, I liked that because I kept expecting to hear the word responsibility and when I heard mental illness, it was like a gut shot. I was like, "No, I, Whoa. Thought, I
1: thought that was brilliant.
0: Um, like I
1: said, with great responsibility comes great mental illness.
0: Now, Deb, I feel the need to inform you because you probably don't know who the wizard is in the comics. I do not. Um, Mark Gruenwald... Uh, who has since passed? I mean, he's been dead for quite for a some while. Time. Yeah, um, loved Justice League, loved it. Uh, there's a great when I bought the uh, Squadron Supreme, which we'll get into in a moment. Squadron Supreme collection. Um, the intro was written by Mark Wade, who famously wrote Flash, um, and Empire. Uh. And um, he talked about how they would. Um, I can't remember which way it went, whether they'd say the issue number or the issue title. And then the other one had to guess the corresponding thing. So it'd be like, you know, Miles of Mayhem, issue 127. Or if it was 127 and Miles of Mayhem or whatever I just said. Like I said, they
1: did an issue number title
0: game. Yeah. Uh, between uh, Mark Wade and Grunewald. And, I mean, that's how much he loved Justice League. And he was, you know, sad that there's not Justice League in Marvel because it's Marvel. And so he created his own called Squadron Supreme, and the wizard was, like, the Flash analog. Um,
1: Which is funny, since they made him, you know, a squat, short, chubby man. I
0: actually kind of liked that choice. No, oh, no, I didn't, I didn't I have a problem with like, that at all. I the love minute The minute you fact hear, like, I can move fast, and you look at him as, like, this lump.
1: Well, the thing is, the second that he said, I'm a fear-based, I have a fear-based power, I'm like, oh, believe it, in, sold. Like, I immediately believed he actually was speedy.
0: Well, not speedy, but wizard. Speedful. Yes.
1: A speedster.
0: A speed. Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: Speedish.
0: Is. Oh, hello. I'm speedish. Okay, moving on.
1: And we just created a new character.
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a speed. I'm a speedster.
1: Okay, the speedster would be something completely different. Really good at massage and furniture and meatballs. Or nug.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Anyway, sorry, continue on. Like I said, no, I actually, like I said, I know they meant it to be kind of a red herring, but the second that he said it was fear-based, I kind of was already sold on him.
0: But he's, but Jessica Jones isn't a fear-based character.
1: No, she's not. But that's something, especially if you're experimented on, it seems like something that would be very realistic. Well,
0: look at Deadpool, where they talk about, like, you need adrenaline to unlock his mutant genes.
1: Exactly, like I, I said. I cannot believe I
0: actually used the movie Deadpool as an academic point. As opposed to just quoting that it was recently international or National Women's Day, and then Ryan Reynolds going, "Nope, nope."
1: Did you remind your mother of that or no?
0: I she's only seen the second half of it, so she has no fucking clue. How
1: did she only see the second half?
0: Uh, we caught it while we were like waiting for something else to. I don't know. I don't know if we were waiting for Jeopardy to start or something. You know how much Jeopardy with my mom. I know that all entails. What
1: are you talking about? I watch a lot of Jeopardy with my parents. Why? Because I always kick their asses.
0: Eh. There was one that was like floral genuses and I was like, I'm not good at that. But then it was like name the uh, did I talk about this a couple weeks Uh -uh. ago where it was the name the it was the name of the spin off and you had to name the original show. And the show was The Flash.
1: And I Um, got really tomorrow?
0: No. I got really upset um, Black
1: Lightning?
0: No No, that's the s- Flash's spinoff Oh, from the Arrow Well, okay, that would have gotten me wrong well, it's not Arrow. The Arrow. But one lady said Green Arrow And I got like tense And then this other guy said Supergirl And I literally screamed at the TV It's Arrow, you assholes yeah, that seems
1: like something And my
0: mom's do. like You were getting mad at some people that are like way sm-, And I'm like, they're not way smarter than me they know a lot of more weird, random shit about geography than I do, but that doesn't make them better.
1: Well, years ago, they totally did one of the very Jeopardy things where they had the two categories, Old Goths and New Goths. And Old Goths were, of course, about the Germanic tribes. Goths. Yeah, that's what I said.
0: It not like you said Goths. No. I'm just Goths. saying. Goths.
1: And New Goths are like, what comic book character has a sister named Death? I'm like, Sandman! Sandman by Neil Gaiman! And my dad's like hell are you screaming about yeah
0: there was one where like the final jeopardy answer was wolverine like logan wolverine and i got so like irritated that like two people didn't know it one of them actually said weasel and i was like not the weasel my mom's like is that a thing and i was like yeah it's will sidekick one of his sidekicks but that's not the point the point is they picked the wrong like <laughs> mammal um so anyway just good jokes. You um,
1: haven't, have you, so have you gotten to the end yet where she re-releases Emile into the apartment?
0: She goes, give him hell a meal.
1: Exactly. The um, mongoose.
0: And I like, Emile is a reference to Squadron Supreme because the Dr. Doom character, um, or the, yeah, kind of the Dr. Doom, their, their, Archetype. like, villain, yeah, of Squadron Supreme is Emile Burbank. But I think he's got, like, Master Mayhem or some, I mean, given... Got to remember, this was written in the late '70s, early '80s. So, like, you know, Master Mayhem is a perfectly acceptable code name. Look, <laughs> like, eh. um, you know, a lot of people go Spider-Man. I'm like a bit on point, but then again, was written almost 80 years ago, 60 years ago. I was gonna I was say like, like not not 80, but, but more than that for Superman, it's like okay, he's a man who's super. It's like okay. It's on the nose, but then again, it was a groundbreaking. I'm sorry, I
1: just started making jokes about the Hebrew hammer in my head.
0: And the hammer is my penis. Um, but no, so so far I'm digging it. Outside of that, I have seen some, and you can talk to this a bit more than I can. Uh, please, no spoilers for my sake and for our audience's sake. But um, I did catch like a headline that said like there was kind of a lack of a villain. Um, I would imagine the villain on this one is like mental illness, lost time, like what was there, done there to There is, her, there
1: is kind of a lack as of As opposed
0: villain. to like However, Nuke and the Purple Man. Or Will Simpson. They, I don't think they ever call him Nuke.
1: So he dies very quickly.
0: Yeah, that was fucking really about. good special effects on the uh, twisted around neck.
1: Like I said, he dies pretty quickly. Um, as for the lack of a villain, I think it's a little more cerebral. Okay. Yes, please.
0: Uh, yes, please.
1: Okay. Okay. Do you want some more ginger ale? No, I'm fine with this. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, It's definitely is a little bit more of a, a emotional and mental villain. As opposed to a physical villain, but you do well, not find that out until a number of episodes into the series. I kind of get the sense of you that when, when actual... Trish gave her the
0: ashes of her family.
1: Ugh, have you gotten. No, you haven't gotten No, I to haven't.
0: That. The answer to that question is no, I haven't. No,
1: you have, because it was Wizard. You've gotten to the part where Wizard throws her brother's ashes at her and the box explodes.
0: And then when uh, Malcolm's about to walk in and she goes, Just, like, don't, like, don't step, step on, on him. him.
1: But yes, you've gotten to the part where wizard is trying to get away. Wizard's from
0: dead. Her. Wizard's yes, dead. Wizard's dead. Yes, like at
1: this I point. said, you've gotten to the part where wizard's trying to get away from her, and he's scared, so yeah, yeah, he's, he's running fast. around. Yeah. Which, by the way,
0: how does she catch up to him? If he's got super speed, it doesn't make any sense. But if they're in, than,
1: but if they're in an enclosed space, there's only so many places. Yeah. No, he, he can't, can't run
0: over the babies, and then he oh. ends up like against um, some other kind of cordon, and well, he's and uh, then, he's under the scaffolding. Yeah, and then
1: The scaffolding collapses.
0: Yeah, by who I'm calling Meatface. Um,
1: well, like I said, what I was going to say is that there's only so many places he can go, so if she can figure out the most logical place for him to go next, she can make sure. I
0: don't necessarily agree with that. I think also, it's a, it's a just matter of getting the him plot cornered. Well. And he seems to only like do like short bursts. No, he only does short bursts. He never like, does do you long? Have, they call me the wizard. I'll bet they did.
1: Like I said, he never does long runs. But like I said, there's the part where he's running around her office because he's scared. And he picks up this box and throws it at her, not realizing Francis. it's his—it's her brother's ashes. And that whole scene where it explodes and starts raining back down on her. First of all, I had a full-on Schindler's List flashback. Yep. Yeah. Ooh. Second of all, I cannot believe that she had the peace of, uh, sorry, presence of mind actually go after him instead of just crumpling on the floor crying and making ash mud out of her tears and her brother's ashes. I got
0: to, is it the dream sequence?
1: Yeah, she's having the nightmare.
0: Yeah, where um, she wakes up with the bottle of, and I love that it's a 10-cup whiskey, by the way. She's now uh, Greg. Can I
1: tell you, I spent all day watching this yesterday, and I wanted nothing more than to drink a bunch of bourbon. Just like all the bourbon. What's whiskey. Right,
0: well, whiskey. Tin cup is whiskey.
1: Other things in there that she drinks are bourbon.
0: Oh, okay. Um, but but she, yeah, she so mostly she, drinks she, whiskey. I, you get a sense, and it's—I like the subtlety of this—that she's got a bit more money, and you can tell because she's drinking tin cup and not like the weird like plastic bottle fifth Kentucky of, Gentleman. Was it always? I thought she liked no, no. Vodka. I'm just
1: no. I'm just talking about shitty plastic. But which yeah. Would be like Kentucky Gentleman or Wall Street. Or if she's drinking plastic, vodka could be like Skull,
0: or something. Yeah,
1: or Crystal Palace, or
0: McCormick's. Ugh. Ugh. The plastic Ugh. bottle with the jug handle. No, she never drank anything that big. No, I'm just
1: saying McCormick's.
0: But you can tell, like I think that's a really nice, in terms of the writing, subtle nod of that. She does have some things coming in. Well, it's also uh, Malcolm monetarily, Mal- monetarily. Like I said, Malcolm yeah, like,
1: doing the work on her apartment. It's it progressively gets nicer through the season. And you notice Malcolm's working on that pass-through window mm-hmm. from where she had, you know, Luke Cage so totally put a hole in the wall doing it.
0: But didn't someone get thrown through it? Yes, but that's also the wall. Luke that, Cage yeah. was mind-controlled yeah, yeah. by Purple Man, or but Carol like I Grade? said,
1: Malcolm's like I said, Malcolm's working on that pass-through. And it looks window. like
0: it's weirdly reinforced.
1: Actually, I'm pretty sure it is, considering all of the uh, spackling around the yeah.
0: But it looks like he's putting in like metal and. Nope. Uh, how does he pay his rent?
1: Malcolm? He's mm-hmm. her associate. She pays him a salary. Okay. Well, he gets promoted to associate later, but he works for her. She pays him a salary. Or something. And I believe it's been teased already as how far you got that he is super fucking on, active on whatever tender app they use in there. Malcolm's fucking...
0: That he is good mm-hmm. at... Well, I know that I... No, no. He, he, got, he got the booty call. I saw no, that. No, that's
1: his thing is that he's traded one addiction for another. Where instead of, you know, doing drugs or drinking, he's...
0: he's... doing some chick. Or many chicks. Yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, he wasn't... Okay, yeah. I guess once... Not necessarily once an addict, always an addict, but I mean... No,
1: but they say... Being you... an addict
0: wasn't his choice. Well,
1: the thing... But his biology is... Here's the is... thing is, they actually have a short thing about that later in the series. Where he runs into his... It's either ex-girlfriend or ex-fiance. Is that yeah. the one that he
0: bangs right off the bat? No. The booty call?
1: no. Yep. no. Like I said, this is the first time she's appeared in the series, because he has to go back to his old college. But he runs into his ex-girlfriend or ex-fiance, and he's like, you know, I didn't really have a choice. I was forced to do these drugs. And she's like, oh, like you never partied before. And he's like, you're right. I was a black hole. I was an addict waiting to happen. Wow. So it's one of those things where they say you never truly are not an addict. You just swap one addiction for another. Absolutely. And you and I both have a little experience with that.
0: Beanie babies.
1: Yeah. cat sucked hard
0: into those beanie babies. I used to suck hard on beanie babies.
1: Alright, we should move on. Um <laughs> Jessica Jones season two. I liked we'll talk, it. We'll talk yes. we'll talk more
0: about it next week when I'm actually through it, but
1: I I liked it, yes. We're gonna talk about the music next week.
0: Okay. The is music it better than season two? What? Is I'm sorry, is it better than season one?
1: No. Okay. They did a lot more noir romantic music as opposed to gritty realism.
0: They're cursing a lot more, which I like. Um,
1: Trish doesn't curse. I mean, sorry, Patsy doesn't curse. Well, I do. Did you like that scene, by the way?
0: I haven't gotten there yet.
1: I thought it was in the first two episodes where she's singing the song at the little girl's birthday party. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's the first episode. Yeah. I was going to say Trish, where she's No, that's
0: where I picked up this morning because I was like, why are they on the roof? <laughs> I was like, I remember why she's wearing that, but I don't remember why she's on the roof. I kind of had a night. Um,
1: it's Patsy, it's Patsy. I, dude, the
0: fact that the mom like watches that religiously is so fucking bizarre. I mean, I totally get that the mom's trapped in the past, and then she like makes some crack about living in the present when Jessica breaks down her door. The
1: mom's but, like, not trapped in the past. The mom's just trapped when she could actually make money off her daughter.
0: Oh, God, when you find out with the her and the director. The, the director, director Max. Whoa. Does that come back? Like, Does that play out later? Okay.
1: They don't leave a lot of hanging threads.
0: Okay.
1: I have to tell you, though, Price, what a dickbag. The other P.I. Price. That's what I said, Price. Oh, I said Price. No, Price, the other P.I. Are those the... tattoos real? I have no idea.
0: Okay. Because he's been on stuff, but, like, nothing...
1: But don't what? get me wrong, he's easy on the eyes.
0: Like he's to see easy him, on the ears. I, I like I to see him in I honestly heard shirt. his voice before.
1: But like I said, his character, what a fucking dickbag moron. Probably. Yeah. Alright, we should move on. So,
0: um, we well, never talked about, Marvel. We never yeah. talked
1: about S.H.I.E.L.D. last week.
0: So, S.H.I.E.L.D. came back from its mid-season. I haven't watched the newest episode. Um,
1: the 100th episode?
0: I have not. Um... But they are, it says back in time, but it means they're back to their time, they're back from the future, um, where the, apparently Quake has, or Daisy, Quake has destroyed the world uh, in the future, Mm -hmm. and uh, there's like a, a cube, it looks like the Borg cube, Mm -hmm. spaceship, called the Lighthouse.
1: That's Doug Perps.
0: I'm gonna keep them in there since you kept talking. Um. And, uh, like the Cree have like taken over that and blah, 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 blah. So now they're back in their time, our time. And they have to figure out how to stop the end of the world. Uh, it's so bad
1: that whenever you say the Cree I see the scene from, Ronin. yeah, from Guardians where Ronin's going through like the religious the practice. Ritual. Yeah, the religious uh, ritual where they're, you know. No, no, I'm right there where they yeah. leap
0: pace. Like I said, um, whenever
1: you say the Cree, that's what I picture
0: and I actually think it's really interesting what are you doing? Dance off, bro, you and me. I think
1: it's actually really interesting that Marvel hasn't shied away from putting in these different religions in their comic books because they have that with Ronan and then they have that again in Black Panther where they have the same rituals. Well, not the same rituals, yeah, but they have thing, another I was religious about ritual in,
0: in Black Panther which I appreciate their adhesion to traditions, but it seems weird that you would have an advanced society technologically and you would still have like death games. <laughs> like, like, can't you just vote? Like,
1: We still say one nation under God.
0: No, we don't. People are, uh, that's of many one, that's off the thing. Didn't we take In God We Trust off the dollar or something? Nope. Huh. Well, oh, thanks, Illuminati. Like I um, said, um, don't you still James
1: say, say uh, remember the Pledge of Allegiance you took as a kid?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: One nation under God. So we might be advanced, but there's still at least, you know, 20% dick bags that are going to adhere.
0: Yeah, well, more than that, depending on which news outlet you watch. But anyway, um, so they're back in their time, <laughs> enough social, political review. Um, and the the fact that, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. in the future had a seer, uh, a psychic woman, um, who gets introduced on the season before in season four, and then uh two, yeah,
1: I'm sorry, I'm so glad that you were dancing to that oh, too.
0: Yeah. Um this is almost as sketches that Desiree's You Gotta Be Stronger song, which I totally Jonah Ray's go to for karaoke, which makes total sense. And way he said it
1: was a big fan, his mountain was a big fan, but still
0: Was it? Okay. Um The Cree leader whose name I can't remember, but is a total pretty boy douchebag, um, for the Cree. Uh, says he has a seer as well. And that seer is one of the shield agents who he's kept alive and experimented on for like eighty years. Uh, who has no arms and no legs. Um, she is your sister would call a meat lump. Um
1: They're gonna be
0: background no, no, information no, no, they on they meat don't. lump. Nope. Meat lump. lump
1: is an appendage you can't feel. Meat lump is not a person.
0: She's a lump of meat. She has no arms and legs.
1: That's a torso.
0: If she was a dude and you tucked her into the ocean, her name would be Bob.
1: I'm not engaging.
0: Anyway, I had a really terrible joke to say after that. And not like terrible, like inappropriate, like terrible, like dad joke. Yeah, that's why anyway. it wasn't engaging. Well, you know why the scarecrow won an award, Dub?
1: Not engaging.
0: He did an upstanding job in his field. I
1: want to kick you in the dick so hard right now.
0: It would hurt more if you kicked me in my left leg. Um,
1: which by the way, I'm pretty sure we're gonna get snow tomorrow because my wrist is aching.
0: Uh, no it's supposed to be like in the 50s again. Mm-hmm. that would be nice. So Must have anyway. slept
1: weird on it or something.
0: So anyway so yo-yo um, who has like a back and forth speed power um, she's speedish <laughs> Bringin- she's speedish She's speed well no um,
1: I almost drank 24 liters last night
0: of cola. Anyway. So she's in the future as, like, she knows what's gonna happen and she ain't got no arms and legs. Uh, in the mid-season premiere, um, not only do you see someone rise up, this weird clandestine group, rise up against, uh, the now, you know, returned SHIELD agents, um, one of them has one of those, like, circular... Weapons uh, Circular blades From Black Panther You remember how um, They had those circular blades At the end of Black Panther During the fight scenes
1: What?
0: For fuck's sake I didn't even like the movie And I remember this Those like Circle blades That the Daja Moray Or whatever Oh
1: okay got it Sorry
0: Yeah they have like It's like a round It's a circle blade Yeah the blade itself is a circle. Uh, she's got one of those. It's implied that it's made of a vibranium. And she cuts off Yo-Yo's fucking arms. A huge reveal for... What happens? A mid-season finale, yeah. Or a mid-season, I'm sorry, a mid-season premiere. Because um, so you're like, Yay, we're back! I have no arms! I'm like, holy fuck! So she's slowly becoming the deformed version...
1: Of herself from the future. From the future.
0: Um, which one character who is her love interest does not know um doesn't know that like she's missing limbs it's a it's a whole thing um
1: so doug would you still love her if she was missing arms knowing she could never hold you again
0: well would she have legs too or
1: no no she'd have legs at this point just no arms yeah what would happen if she lost her legs
0: Sex would get weirder.
1: More mm, versatile. Would it be? There's a lot of angles you could probably try. That without arms getting
0: in, and legs getting in the way. Well,
1: right. Why do you to think about you know how many times limbs have gotten but in the way? But I would assume
0: that someone who's limbless would cry during sex.
1: Not necessarily.
0: Right.
1: Like. Actually, some people who have lost, lost them no, some in no, traumatic some, accidents. Some people who have lost <laughs> limbs have phantom pleasure in their limbs uh, during phantom sec- pleasure during during sex. They sometimes it's have a good band name. But it's true. Some people who have lost, you know, phantom pain. Some yeah. people have phantom pleasure sometimes in their limbs. Hmm. Yeah, like there was this guy that lost a leg, and whenever he was having sex, he'd have phantom orgasm tingles in like his right foot, the one that he lost.
0: I don't think I've ever felt an orgasm in my foot, but then I've never used my foot for it.
1: Um, yes, please. And yes, and you, you heard that out. correctly. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I love walking into those good things. Oh, it's an argument about losing limbs and about how, you know, you can feel phantom pain, but sometimes people feel phantom pleasure as well. And apparently Doug has never felt orgasm tingles his entire body. Like, in his left leg or right leg. Bummer. Exactly, thank you.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. uh, I also <laughs> didn't get Shape of Water, so I'm pretty sure I'm dead inside.
1: You are dead inside. <laughs> He uh, killed Pandora.
0: Oh, man. What does that mean?
1: It's the cat. It's the name of the cat. Oh, yeah, 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 when
0: he eats it. Anyway. Um, he's
1: a, he was going to say, he's an animal.
0: He was hungry, and there are no cats in the sea. What would be cats of the sea? Maybe sharks, I guess?
1: Seals. Maybe otters. Mm,
0: yeah, definitely otters. Deaf otters. Not Otters I can't hear, but like yeah, we definitely. feel like otters
1: are the ferrets of the sea, and then we refer to ferrets as cat snakes.
0: Uh, anyway, sorry, so go ahead to wrap up my whole shield thing since we've gone completely off the rails on it. It's
1: because I said cat snakes.
0: It no, uh, because we <laughs> fell down a horrible tangent hole. Um,
1: can you not say tangent hole? Because that's what I nicknamed your once ass. Again,
0: wow, that escalated quickly. Also, another killer band name.
1: Oh, you're right, Tangent. App. Oh,
0: dude, if tangent, tangent Hole Tangent Hole was opening up for Phantom Pleasure, that would be the marquee.
1: You realize that sounds like something that would be on the Venture Brothers. Yeah, no, I know. We should email them. Dear Doc Hammer, have some names I'd like you to use for something in the future. Thanks. No applause, just the clap podcast.
0: Give us five bucks in DVDs. Um,
1: five bucks
0: gonna monetize somehow.
1: Uh good pan name, Tandem Hole.
0: <laughs> Tangent
1: Hole. Excuse me. Tangent Hole. Tangent. And hole. Phantom Pain. Or Phantom Pleasure.
0: Phantom Pleasure, sorry.
1: I'd go see a band called Phantom Pleasure. Oh my god, that could totally be Phantom Limb's lady friend. <laughs> <sighs> Make a note.
0: We gotta get soup to nuts or whatever their fucking company is on the on the horn on this one. Anyway, uh, it's lastly, not
1: Titmouse anymore.
0: Tweet. Uh, it's t- Astrobase Go. No, Titmouse is it's Brandon Smalls. It's Astrobase Yeah, but uh, no, yeah, Titmouse is um, Brandon Smalls. Um, lastly, at the last episode I watched, sorry, Fem. Um, They bring in uh, Crusher Krell, or oh fuck, I can't remember his actual. Is it Carl Krell? Something, the Absorbing Man, um, famously misrepresented by Nick Nolte. In the first Hulk movie. Ugh. Yeah, that was was rough. Roof. Don't. Yeah. Fucking Hulk poodles. Um, Anyway, so.
1: Is it weird that I'm looking at a vacant Whole Foods with a school bus parked in front of it?
0: Is it weird that I'm watching a soap opera with vacant eyes? No. Okay. I had no follow-up after that.
1: I just I feel like maybe there's some kind of weird like Sweeney Todd Soylent green factory inside the old Whole Foods and they bust in the children.
0: Did you see that like viral thing where like the people from Walmart just steal old people? <laughs> they go, "Where are we going? You belong to us now." And then they, that's how they get the greeters.
1: I feel like like it's kind of the Patton Oswalt thing where like if you're still spry at eighty and you can make off with it, it should be yours.
0: Oh, the, yeah.
1: Yeah, the birthday the, rules. The,
0: the diminishing uh, loss. Um, anyway, see, this is what I'm talking about. I still haven't got my my, my final point.
1: Fine, talk we about shields. We went Shield. to
0: Absorbing Man, and we somehow got to, like...
1: You say Absorbing Man, and I just imagine a giant maxi pad.
0: Or that chick from American Gods. Fair enough. Um, so the fact that, like, they have, like, some kind of weird trained killer uh, with her... What was that?
1: Me stretching my neck and yawning.
0: At the same time.
1: All right. I can't do that.
0: No, it, it it did look like a dog with imaginary peanut butter on its face. Exactly. So anyway, so the fact that they're bringing in uh, Crusher Krell or the Absorbing Man uh, in with this also like weirdly trained, and she's like in a box, um, that looks like, her, like a teenager's room, but it's like it's a box it's a cell um are they building my question is because we have not seen this in anything Marvel are they building I could be wrong second episode in for mid-season premiere are they building the Masters of Evil the Anti-Avengers the Injustice League equivalent of the Avengers well to Fight Shield
1: what movies do they have planned after Infinity War
0: well, they're going almost purely cosmic at this point.
1: Okay.
0: Um, so which I means don't, they
1: could build something big like that for Shield.
0: Because where else are you gonna? Well, uh, assuming the Fox deal goes through, who's your next big bad after Thanos? Who's the biggest bad? Literally, who's the biggest bad? Galactus. The
1: Planet eater.
0: Mm-hmm. Who you do not coddle like a doll. I know. Um,
1: Nobody can see my hand gestures, but still.
0: But. um, So where do you have to go in terms of if you have a group of bad guys, it's going to be either... Well, Masters of Evil is the most well-known one. And when I say most well-known, it's... You haven't heard of them, but I have.
1: I'm sorry. I started singing Master of Puppets in my head.
0: Okay. Um, Which Absorbing Man was part of? So are they building the Masters of Evil? Also... Ever since, what was it the first season? The graviton.
1: Yeah, graviton like, was in the first he's season. he's been in
0: stasis or whatever,
1: and they're jailish. Thing.
0: And they do bring up that the fact that the lighthouse in the future is powered by graviton. Um, so he's got to be a thing eventually. Cause like, why name drop that other than to make us remember it um, and go, oh yeah, that guy from four seasons ago that they did nothing with. So, I'm assuming Absorbing Man, Graviton, they're going to make the Masters of Evil. Who
1: are the other Masters of Evil?
0: Oh, God. Um, if you don't
1: know, it's not a big deal. I think deal. the
0: Wrecking Crew is part of them, or at least, at least one member of the Wrecking Crew was, and they have, like...
1: You know, brothers they, of the well, Cotton Crew.
0: Huh?
1: Nothing. I wasn't
0: making a joke. Um, About
1: they, to hang in your arms tonight. 1980.
0: To your arms. Um, Kyle Christian Tenaid.
1: 1980. To Tied in Your Arms
0: Tonight. To Tonight, comma, your arms.
1: Must have been something you said.
0: Must have been, yeah, that was it. Um, I actually just fell down a wiki hole with him, but anyway. Um,
1: he doesn't update his Insta nearly enough, but it's still No, enjoyable.
0: but he was on This Can't Be Happening or something, or This Didn't Happen. And he talks about some of a very awkward sexual encounter, not getting head from a retarded girl, um, but this very odd um, moment where, like, he had sex in a car with a woman who actually ended up teaching special ed kids.
1: The girl with the helmet.
0: No, no, totally different. Totally yes. different. That's weird. It's it's right? Weird coincidence. Just like all of these um, and at one point, like, after they're done having around sex, around. he has to, like, find some way to, like, connect with her, because he's, like, and he finds, like, a tape, and he goes, oh, it's Journey. Thank God. Like, we can talk about classic rock. And she goes, oh, no, I taped over that. And he's, like, <gasps> with She taped what, over
1: Journey? With, like,
0: Christian rock? <gasps> and his line your of... your
1: dick away and leave. And his,
0: well, they'd already fucked. But his his whole line of, like, I didn't want to stop believing, and now I don't believe in anything.
1: That seems about right. The thing is, great. every once in a while, he says something that just makes me think of you, and the, the one that was worst is the whole thing where he's talking about the breakfast table and only buying one chair. Because society wants him to think he needs two chairs, but he only ever eats breakfast alone, so he only needs one chair. Always makes me think of you. And how the fact that if you bought a breakfast table, you would only need one chair.
0: Well... You were at the place on Albion, right? One near Rose. Well, they were both near Rose. Uh, the the one bedroom.
1: No, I was never at the one bedroom. I was only ever at the two bedroom.
0: Oh, because I had like a it was like a I had like a, a bar off of my kitchen. No, I never. And saw I only that had like two chairs. I missed the two bedroom
1: because you had a really nice balcony. Oh
0: god, that million dollar balcony. Yeah,
1: you had a really nice balcony. And actually, that apartment was fantastic, and I you know. kept it in wonderful shape. That place was very tidy and clean.
0: Well, it's because I didn't own anything. Like, I was very Spartan. Yeah, but um, you
1: still, you vacuumed a lot. You kept everything super clean. You didn't have dishes stacked in your sink. So moving on, like I said, it's one of those where Kyle Canane bits always made me think of you.
0: And can I just say, I love that if the mic is picking up the audio in the background, you can totally tell there's an edit point because the song in the background either jumps ahead or is a totally different song. I noticed that yeah, last no. week. And I love it. I actually kind of love it, where it's like, yep, there's a glitch in the Matrix, well, and suddenly they're to listening the to that one of us either peed Mike and the Mechanics, like, or whoever One of us either is.
1: peed or smoked or had a coughing fit. It's like nothing terribly interesting. Peer. The answer was I'm peer. done with both of these. Oh. Thank you, dear. You're welcome.
0: And by that, she means her glass and me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm done with all of these. Thank you. <laughs> I'm digging out the
0: trash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that wasn't... Oh my god, I actually had a woman who said when in Rome, like, in the wrong time, and I thought of Anchorman, where I was like, I don't think you understand, it doesn't really apply to, okay. I was like, holy fuck, I'm talking to Ron Burgundy. This
1: burrito's terrible.
0: Speaking of Jack Black, let's get a little bit into that. Numanji. Numanji.
1: Um, I saw because it weeks before you did.
0: You saw it months before. You saw it in theaters.
1: I did. Like I said, a friend of mine wanted to go see it, and I'm not going to say no when we went to the Alamo Draft Houch, which I cannot say more nice things about. I fucking love that place.
0: Um, I'm about halfway through it, and I got to the part where they're like lifting up the drum lid and there's a snake or something. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little lost, um, but it gets a little better once... Jack Black's character kind of and, uh, the girl playing Jack Black or however you want to view that Jack Black's persona yeah because they're actually not like playing it like video games like I'm doing a little controller thumb some before, but
1: they're physical beings that have been transported into this physical game avatars without avatars. having their appearance be copied they're in different bodies right
0: based on what they picked and she picked Shelly who turns out is short for Shelton um or Sheldon. I think even. it's Sheldon.
1: Or Sheldon. You're right, I have no idea.
0: Doesn't matter. But he's um, a zoologist. And uh, he's a a cartologist, at one point being called a map doctor, which I really loved. Um, because only he can read the map.
1: And it's not or that she, Jack Black does a bad job being obsessed with his phone. It's just they, they is push the bit annoying. a little bit too
0: far. The character herself, itself, and she's supposed whatever, to be, is annoying. Like, so
1: she's supposed to really great on her nerves. Like,
0: once he starts bitching about, like, once he stops bitching about, like, not having his phone, it gets a lot better. Um, so I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm excited to, to to watch the end of it. And
1: the Rock is actually really funny in it.
0: Yeah, because he's afraid of everything, <laughs> which is not the Rock. I mean, it's the Rock. Um, I'm sorry, Dwayne Johnson. You have to be a badass when your kids name you Dwayne. Sorry.
1: You know, actually, I've only ever known two Dwaynes, and both of them are pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, exactly. You have to be.
1: I don't know why that became a name, but still. It's like, how did Anfernee become a name? Anthony? Yeah, not Anthony, Anfernee. Anthony Yeah.
0: I've never heard that. I don't like it at all.
1: Nobody does, but it's still a name. Also, rewatch Mean Girls because Tim Meadows makes a joke about that. Does it really? Yeah, about how his sister named his nephew Amphirey instead of Anthony, and it makes him mad when he pronounces it wrong. Almost as mad as it makes him when he realizes his sister named his nephew Amphirey.
0: Is that the one where he broke his wrist? Yeah, or? he's got the
1: carpal tunnels or something, yeah. and his wrist is all wrapped up. Yeah. Um. And it might be a bad time for us to rewatch Mean Girls. I think it might be. Boo, you whore.
0: Um, I actually ran into a meme from Scream Girls, Scream Queens. Oh, really? Yeah, we're gonna play a game called Dildos and Cocaine.
1: Yeah, that seems about right. And
0: then there's like a Reddit, like, <laughs> a Reddit comment that goes, "I want to know the rules to this." And I'm like, "Yeah, me too."
1: Actually, yeah, And I don't should... even
0: like cocaine. You know what? Nor I... do I like dildos. I think... But I kind of want to know the rules.
1: I think you should Google the rules to dildos and cocaine.
0: Do they actually get into them?
1: I have no fucking idea, but I think you should Google it anyways, because somebody's done it.
0: Yeah, it took me forever to figure out it's Emma Roberts, who's a actress I've never heard of. Who's
1: Julia Roberts' niece.
0: Yeah, it's Eric Roberts' daughter, yeah. right? Yeah. I she's, just assume she's, she's...
1: She's been in a few different things, but, I mean...
0: But fuck Eric Roberts, Emma, I mean, way. right? Outside of Dark Knight, what can you think of that he's in that's actually fucking good?
1: Well, let's talk about Tom Sizemore. What is he in that's actually good? Lots. In the last 20 years? Nothing. There you go.
0: But Eric... Tom Sizemore is a better actor than Eric Roberts. Eric Roberts was the master in the, like, weird... Doctor Who movie where they try to make him American.
1: I'm sorry, I just... I got the sister-sister stuck in my head the second you said The Master.
0: Yeah, and imagine Eric Roberts as The Master. Nope. Fighting the Eighth Doctor. You know, the Eighth Doctor. Who's the Eighth Doctor, Deb?
1: No fucking idea.
0: Cool, it's Peter McGann. But my point is that, like, no one fucking remembers Peter McGann because he was only the Doctor for that movie... And then for an interstitial thing on BBC, where he met with, like, the witches of, not Eastwick, but something like that. How did
1: you know I was going to say Eastwick?
0: Because I was going to, if you didn't. Uh, And then he takes, like, the the, the potion, or whatever, that turns him into the War Doctor, played by William Hurt. The late, great William Hurt.
1: So awesome.
0: Yeah, the War Doctor was rad. No, I was Uh,
1: thinking of William Hurt in general, but I'll
0: go with the War Doctor. So, yeah. So he was 8.5. Was William Hurt was 8.5? Is what I call him. Anywho, um, what are we on? We done Nothing shield. Important. We done.
1: Um, I was going to talk about. I finished an audio book, and we've been talking about the series vaguely for a oh, while. Yeah. It's, it's the, 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 the white vaguely trash. Vaguely yeah, like I said, it's the white trash zombie series. And I finished the latest book, which I will. What was it that? Had?
0: I was doing a shooting the gap thing. 42, I'm right.
1: Oh, sorry. Like I said, um, God, what is the name of Hold on, i have to look it up.
0: White Trash trailer
1: No, it's, it's like I said, White vampires. Trash...
0: Vampires.
1: They're zombies. It's White Trash Zombie. Is it really? Yeah, they're White Trash Zombies. They're not... I thought vampires. it
0: was like a, like... Logan Lucky meets uh, True Blood thing.
1: God damn it.
0: Nope, Dad's looking it up. While we're doing that... I'm
1: looking it up because I'm mad. Okay. Because it's not where it should be. Oh. uh, Oh, it's called White Trash Zombie Unchained. So...
0: It's the name of the new book.
1: Yeah, the name is the new book. The series is White Trash Zombie. And the thing is, it's about this girl. The lead character's name is Angel Crawford. And she was basically just this white trash drug addict waste of space until she ended up almost dying overdosed on a, dra- a date rape drug and getting into a car accident and the police officer that found her ends up turning into her turning her into a zombie to save her and give her a second chance. And this is about Like you do. Yeah. Well, if you read the book it makes more sense. Yeah. This is about 5 books in and there's a lot of actually science going into it and other things that are I like going that. on. Yeah, I like no that. it's it's actually very smart books. And I have to say, one of their big bads finally gets murdered, this book, and it is unbelievably satisfying. Okay. Like, one of the... She's been a big bad, and she's been, you know, a minor antagonist, and she's basically just been a horrible person the entire time. And she's been in the series since the first book. Okay. But she finally gets her head fucking smashed in with a rock, and it's fantastic.
0: Oh, okay, because she's a zombie.
1: She's not. She still needs her head smashed into the rock. Well, oh, fair enough. Now she's human and she's a terrible person. Okay. And it's one of those things where a lot of things get resolved. A lot of things that have been hidden get revealed. A lot of things that have been held back. I won't say it's an ending book, because she's obviously going to write at least one or two more, but she's got oh, a lot of hanging plots that she kind of tied up. Okay. And one of the things I liked about her is she did have an ongoing plot for every book that gets a little bit tied up, but she had things that carried you on to the next book. Like, she doesn't write neat and tidy books, but she does give you a satisfying ending. Chris and Claremont. she's, like I said, mm-hmm. and she's not all climax and no fall she does give you enough, you know, epilogue to make it a satisfying read without making everything a neat knot. Okay. And I will say, this is one of the series that I've exclusively listened to as an audiobook, and I love the narrator and her very pleasant, relaxing southern lilt when she narrates these books, because they all take place in a very small parish in Louisiana. Yeah. I highly recommend the series. I think you would like them but you would have to be in the right mood because they are definitely lighter books if that makes sense okay they're not as heavy as the sandman slim books but they are as entertaining as the sandman slim books
0: okay well once i'm through the thing we're going to talk about later um in terms of books which we'll get into
1: well it's one of those things where sandman slip tends to be a little bit emotionally and content wise heavy Mm -hmm. and these ones are like maybe 10 percent lighter
0: That's not that much lighter.
1: No, it's not that much lighter. There's still a lot of dark, dirty, deep shit in it. But it's still one of those books where you'll probably be pretty happy reading the entire thing.
0: You know.
1: And there's parts of Sandman Slim where your soul's just like, oh, gonna need a breather and a whiskey.
0: Oh, God, the end of the last book.
1: The next one needs to come out fucking soon, because he left us in a bad spot. Damn, we're in a tight
0: spot. Um... Speaking of stuff we're reading. Yes. Uh, after watching and completing... I'm throwing that out there. Just to... Yeah. Just to twist the knife on Deb. Um, after watching and completing... Watching, Runaways. Uh, Runaways. Uh, Marvel's Runaways on Hulu. I ended up uh, buying the first three collections. Uh, the only ones that are written by... <laughs> exclusively... Uh, Brian K. Vaughn. I didn't want any of the spinoff books. I didn't want any of the anything that he didn't right. write. Um, I know he left off, um, and the person he had take over for him might be a good writer.
1: But it's no Brian K. Vaughn.
0: It's some guy named Joss Whedon.
1: Just some guy.
0: Just some guy. But Joss didn't hang on for too long, so I think I've got his his run as well. I think it was only like six issues. Um, I really have been digging it. Um, It's a lot smarter and funnier than the show. Um, And the show's not. But I mean,
1: you liked the show a great deal. I I did. I didn't didn't have any problems. But now having having read the
0: comics, God,
1: like I said, I didn't have any problems with the show. It was just kind of one of those take it or leave it things.
0: Um, in that it's not part of like the quote-unquote Marvel universe. Oh, I, I mean, had no it is, problem with but... that.
1: It's just it seems so isolated that I just one of those things where it's like I can walk into this universe whenever I feel like it, but I'm not going to be excited to see it week to week. Which I think Hulu is very smart when they put it all out at the same time.
0: I agree. Um, in the comics, the par- the parents are not as. Sympathetic as they are in the show,
1: they're a little bit more malevolent.
0: Oh, they're way malevolent. They are supervillains. Um, it's not like, oh, well, there's a moral line we crossed, and we're doing this for the greater good. In terms of the show, have to like cut off the head. What are you It's uh, Doctor
1: Horrible.
0: Yeah, the fish ruts from the head, as they say. Um, the
1: head of society.
0: It's not a perfect metaphor, um, oh, good God. but the fact that uh, the fact that you know Runaways really the series um, only covers the first like maybe four episodes, and we need to wrap this up quick because yeah. there's now a child in our vicinity oh. and we can't curse. You guys can't curse? All right, I'll, I'll move you guys up here. Oh, the there's... No. I don't mind the cursing. Yeah, we but do. she might. <laughs> so let's okay, curse. we can might. You, can you pause, please? That. Hello? So we're going to put a button on this, because uh, now there are, there's a child around, and, and we can't... Yes, Deb hates them. Um, I think kids are like farts. You don't mind your own, but when someone else's gets in your face... It can be kind of annoying. Um, Social contract. And I talked to you about this off air (laughs) a little bit. Where I was wearing my coat outdoors. And I'm wearing a pretty heavy coat. Not like, you know, trench coat mafia level. But, you know, it's a pretty heavy, like, almost military-grade coat. I'm
1: sorry. How did somebody shame you for this?
0: Well, it was in, like, the, what, higher... 50s, maybe low 60s.
1: Yeah, but when you're cold, you're cold.
0: And, and I always overdress. I had... Go ahead.
1: No, I always overdress. I always bring a jacket when it's 80 degrees outside. I always bring no, a heavier... 80. No, I actually always bring a sweatshirt, no matter what.
0: Yeah, a sweatshirt for 80, but...
1: No, but if it's 50, I'm going to bring a heavier coat, like because when the like, sun goes down, it's going to be 30.
0: Yeah, but I was not hanging out like when the sun was going out so
1: how did you get shaved
0: so i (laughs) was wearing a coat outside and the sun was shining and it was nice and warm and i had the server at the place um like why are you wearing a coat like it's so warm outside like we're all out here in our t-shirts and I, like, took off my coat so slowly, like, it was...
1: Well, I have two responses to that, and I don't think you're going to like either.
0: My arms got cold.
1: Well, here's the thing, is that you're not me, you don't know how I feel. Okay. Like, maybe I'm Are cold. you saying that to him yeah.
0: via me? I, okay. have,
1: I have chronic low blood pressure, which means basically my fingers and toes are always cold. Like, I sleep with three blankets in the middle of the summer. I get okay. cold constantly, too. I don't go to places to have the help shame me. And I don't mean the help in a derogatory way. It's just, you know, if you don't know me, don't think you have a playful panther I
0: would me. rather you jacket shame me than make me get eat shit pie.
1: That's not the point, though. Isn't it? Oh, wait, that's from The Help.
0: If you liked this, check out some of our other shows like Mr. Right, Exotic Liability, and No Applause, Just The Clap. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for BACN on iTunes and Stitcher.
1: Yeah.